What's going on, Flix Talkers? This is David for Flix Talk Podcast, and today I'm reviewing Captain Marvel, a movie that I just recently saw, and it clocks in at two hours and four minutes. Now, this movie did come out March 8, 2019, and it's directed by Anna Boyden and Ryan Fleck. They did such films as Half Nelson, and it's kind of a funny story. Now, it's kind of a funny story is one that I actually did catch, which is kind of like a dark comedy. So if you guys know those old titles, kind of lose your mind at the door because this one's completely different. Now this film does star Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, Verz, and Captain Marvel. Now I know it's a little bit confusing. I'm gonna try to go over it without getting into some deep spoilers. All right, guys? We also got Mr. Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Jude Law as Yonrog, and Clark Gregg, just to name a few. Now before I go over my likes and dislikes of this film, let's go over the quick synopsis. Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. Alright, now I know that may sound really, really confusing, and it actually is because we're someone that didn't really follow the lore or the comics at all, so we kind of went in this only seeing the trailers, seeing some of the stills, not knowing really any of the backstory, so I was a little confused at what was going on. From my take, we have Carol Denvers, aka Vers, V-E-R-S. She is a Cree, K-R-E, which is a you know, kind of a futuristic advanced civilization, which pretty much comprise of humanoids, uh, but you have a couple of different skin colors, so, but for the most part, they're pretty much humanoids. So we kind of get to see their technology, and I believe it might be in the same year as us, well, in this case, in the mid-90s, which the movie does take place on Earth in the mid-90s, 1995, I believe, but we're introduced to this advanced planet that she is currently on. Now, Verda starts experiencing a bunch of flashbacks and just kind of flashes into these old characters she has no clue about, but she's included in them, and she doesn't know what the hell is going on. They're involved with like this really long battle with this group called the Skrulls. Now, now they're a cool looking race that reminded me a lot of Star Trek. So when you're kind of watching this film, it does kind of bring you into a Star Trek, Star Wars type realm. I kind of forgot that I was watching a Marvel movie and it really does kind of bring the sci-fi element a lot like more like Guardians of the Galaxy type. So we get to see the clash between those two races and we find out that the scroll are trying to gain some information from Burrs. So. She plays a huge part of this even before she finds out about the whole Captain Marvel thing. Now something happens, you guys are gonna see it in the trailer, where she crash lands on, I think it's called like Planet C-54 or something, AKA Earth, where we live on, and she kinda just tries to figure out how she can communicate with her team and she keeps getting more and more flashbacks of who she was and also possibly finding out that she does have a life here on Earth and it kind of goes into a lot of backstory with that. We also get to see a young Nick Fury which was really, really cool, you know, before the whole eye gouge, eye scratch, eye patch type thing that he has going on and it's really cool just to kind of see all of the origin that happens before the Avengers series. Now that's pretty much the chunk of the plot without getting into spoilers, guys, so I'm gonna go over some of my likes and my dislikes for Captain Marvel. So one huge like was the character of Captain Marvel herself. Hopefully that focuses in. She was really badass, guys. I thought her whole attitude, her whole demeanor, which I heard kind of sticks true to the comic books. Now, I told you before, I didn't really follow any of the comic books or anything about Captain Marvel, so I don't really know how her attitude is. From what I heard, she has more of kind of like a low-end Deadpool, a real cockiness, you know, kind of witty humor to her, and it really showed in Brie Larson's portrayal of Captain Marvel. Now, I'm someone that 
that's kind of fresh to Brie Larson. I didn't even get a chance to see The Room, which was a big film that she came out in a couple years back. But I know I've seen her in kind of bits and pieces of cameos here and there throughout the years. But I think this one's definitely going to be the showcase of her film career, you know, especially being the leading lady in this one. Now, I talked with my girlfriend earlier that this is kind of like, I guess, kind of like Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman. And I totally take that one back because they're two different people, two different personalities, and I think they're in their own bracket. And uh, a lot of people were comparing her to a female Superman, and I can see where some of the powers are similar to that, and maybe she does expand on, you know, Captain Marvel in maybe the future, or maybe the future of comics, but in this one, we kind of see the whole origin and her kind of controlling her powers and just seeing what's going on inside because she has a lot of internal conflict, like a lot of these superheroes really do. And it's cool to kind of see her blossom into Captain Marvel. Now, another like of mine was the whole Kree civilization. Now, I thought when they showed Jude Law on the team, it was really, really badass. Their suits and weaponry were really, really stealth. I thought it was really, really exciting when I got to see him battle some of the scroll on the different planets. And it was a really cool battle scene. I mean, there was a lot of things flashing on the screen, but it was really, really entertaining and exciting. And I really enjoyed that a lot. And like always, guys, Marvel scores are top notch. So the music is totally on point and this one really does not skimp on the music the orchestra of the whole score was phenomenal and when it came to that 90s flair you had a lot of cool 90s songs i heard the nirvana track in there and it brought me back to that whole 90s nostalgia that i grew up on and last but not least for my likes was the overall story now like i said before if you guys are into sci-fi you guys are definitely gonna like this one and i'm someone that kind of grew up on star wars and star trek primarily for my dad who used to watch a lot of star trek so i had to watch a lot of star trek whether i liked it or or not and I actually kind of liked those shows a lot when I was growing up and this one was a very interesting story that kind of expanded on the whole universe of Guardians of the Galaxy and its own side Marvel movie because if you guys do follow the Marvel franchise you will notice a couple of the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy in this film here. Alright guys, now on to my dislikes for Captain Marvel. One of the main main dislikes that really really stick out in my head right now is some of the dialogue, some of the writing, and some of the humor that was kind of written into this story. It could have been chopped out. I feel like Marvel movies just feel like they need to throw in random bits of humor, especially these cringy jokes that don't really hit. And it's kind of not needed. I understand DC is the more of the darker, you know, of the two superhero franchises, but this could have had a more serious tone at times. Nick Fury threw in a couple of jokes, Carol threw in a couple of jokes, and we got a couple of side characters throwing in odd jokes, even from some of the scroll characters, which was actually kind of weird and off-putting. There's a scene where I believe they're in Louisiana, and one of the scrolls is talking to Carol Danvers, and it's a little weird. Even the audience was kind of laughing at that because he has a real thick English accent, and it just kind of throws you off some of the stuff that he's saying. It just it just doesn't seem in his nature to be talking the way he is. So kind of watch for that. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Another dislike of mine was the slow pacing towards the beginning of the film. Now, when she crash lands on Earth, I feel like it took a little too much time to kind of develop what was actually going on, where it could have picked the pace up and maybe chopped out about 10 or 15 minutes of all that. I understand we're developing, you know, Nick Fury and the whole beginning stages of S.H.I.E.L.D., but 
it was a little bit uninteresting and it kind of drew me out a little bit. I was kind of like looking around, eating my popcorn, not really focusing too much on the movie like I was when I was watching all the fight scenes and cool like galactic battles that were going on. That being said, that does not drop my score down whatsoever. This was a film that I was looking forward to for months now. Now, not only because I'm a Marvel fanboy, I was gonna give this a high score. I really wanted to see what was gonna happen with this female lead that we got. So some of the main things I was looking for in a female lead like this was, was she a strong character? And did she have cool superpowers? And I gotta say yes on both fronts. It really was awesome to see her blossom, like I said before, because she did expand. And at the end of the movie, the third act, you get to see her go full Captain Marvel. And I thought it was freaking phenomenal. It was amazing. Amazing. Woo, so many things I want to say, but I don't want to spoil it for you guys. You guys really got to go out and watch it on the big screen. And it was actually pretty funny because I kind of waited about a week out last week. Well, maybe about a week and a half to buy these tickets. So I was kind of on the late train with getting the pre-sale tickets. So we sat about three rows from the front. Usually we're about five rows back. Even with the huge projection going on in front of us, I was able to kind of focus on everything and it looked totally beautiful. Am I going to say this is one of my top Marvel films? No, but it's definitely up there as a solid, solid standalone film, especially from a character that we know nothing about. So I think this is gonna be an awesome, awesome addition to the Avengers cast. I think she's gonna kick ass. She definitely has some powers similar to Superman, like a lot of people are saying, but I think she's definitely cool as a standalone character and people need to see her for what she is. Go out, watch this movie, find out her backstory. It's a very, very interesting story. Even though the pacing could have been a little bit quicker to the punch, it's all good. This movie was very, very cool, entertaining, a popcorn and candy munching time. So that being said, I'm gonna give Captain Marvel a solid nine out of 10 saying, go check it out on the big screen, IMAX if you guys can, Dolby Digital Theater, and I'm gonna pick it up on 4K and I suggest you guys pick it up on 4K as well. All right guys, if you are excited to see Captain Marvel this weekend, let me know in the comments below. You can also follow me on my social medias at Flix Talk Podcast. I'll leave all those links below as well. And if you guys did like this video, please hit that thumbs up and subscribe button and bell notification to be alerted about videos like this in the future. All right guys, thank you guys so much. I'm gone till next time. Captain Marvel, check it out. They got a good franchise with this one.